All right, Friday night for NFL Week 5. Got a couple handfuls of picks here, all looking good. We've got totals, five of them. We've got sides, three of them. We've got a parlay and a teaser. All have good ROI, looks like, on them. All right, so I'm going to get right into it. We've got the ugliest pick of the day is Jacksonville, plus four and a half. Yeah, yeah, I know. Urban Meyer is busy getting grinded on in a bar in Ohio. How can his team play? It's all noise, total noise. The, the team showed signs of life recently, and if not, if anything else, this noise will work in their favor. It'll lighten up the team, or it'll bring them together. That's it's not it's irrelevant. It's just talking heads making fun. Uh, but anyway, plus four and a half. They might just win it outright. I really think they might. But if you can give me the field goal or the seven to three touchdown versus a, a field goal, four point difference, I'll take it. All right. And I should mention, too, I've got leans I'll go over because the next game on the list is Minnesota and there's a lean there, but it's not on a, not on a straight bet. All right. Um, Pittsburgh, Denver, under 39 and a half. You've got two teams that play a lot more defense than they do offense. I'm not even sure if Ben Roethlisberger is able to throw a, a, a good a good solid pass anymore. I, I don't know what's happening there. I don't want to put it all on him, but uh, Pittsburgh is not a good team right now. Denver, they have good defense as traditional for Pittsburgh, and Denver is a defensive-oriented team. So under 39.5, Green Bay and Cincinnati. We've got a little bit of the opposite side of that spectrum. We're going over 50.5. Rodgers is doing Rodgers things for Green Bay. They'll put a lot of points up. Joe Burrows in Cincinnati is no slouch. This guy's a player. They'll put up the points because neither neither defense is uh, overpowering. Over 15 and a half. Then Houston and New England. Now we go back the other direction again, under 39 and a half. So Houston doesn't have much offense. What they're trying to do is get a defense put together. New England, they're basically retooling this team. Ball control type offense. You know, let's get... Mac Jones going. We don't have Tom Brady, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So it's a defensive team, which is uh, Belichick's forte, and we'll go under thirty-nine and a half on that game. The next game is the Giants at Dallas. Now Dallas is definitely going to win this game. There is the thinking that a divisional game they'll play each other close, and that used to be the thing. If if you rewind the clock two years, you can oh Dallas and in New York, no matter who's better, it's going to be a three-point game. Yeah, that's that's not today. Today, Dallas is going to walk all over the Giants. Giants have more injury problems. Dallas has a lot of injury problems too, but they're they're working through it. The Giants really aren't. Yeah, they won last week. It doesn't make a world beater out of the Giants. Have they shown signs of life? Obviously, they won their first game. Dallas wins by 14, I'd say, well, maybe even 20. 37-17. But you can take a touchdown away or add one to, uh, well, actually add one to Giants if you want because Dallas's defense still has potential to give up a lot of points. Which brings me to the second bet. Dallas and New York over 52. This game again, 37-17 is 54. You know, if you give the other touchdown to the Giants, then you're all the way up to 61. Solid play. And Buffalo and Kansas City, two plays in this one as well. And somewhat similar, 
Buffalo and Kansas City are going to score, and they're going to score more than the previous game. So over 56 is the play. Literally, this it's a high number, but we're looking at clearing that by an easy touchdown. Buffalo plus three is the play. I actually like Buffalo to win this game on the road, but by no means a guarantee Pat Mahomes at home. Let's not pretend we're going to take the money line on that. I'm not that confident, so I'm going to take the field goal. So those are the seven, uh, eight, excuse me, eight traditional plays. Now we're going to do Minnesota and Arizona in a parlay. We're going to do alternate lines so that we can get Minnesota down to minus two and a half and Arizona down to minus two and a half. So both of them just win by a field goal or more. And it's quite possible they both cover their spreads, but I wasn't confident enough. The numbers didn't show value in Minnesota minus 10 and Arizona minus 5. But the 2.5 gives us a field goal victory for, for the win, and it's essentially even money, plus 100 to minus 102 on that to combine them together in a parlay. Again, not a teaser. We're just going to adjust the lines to two and a half on Minnesota and Arizona and parlay them up together in a two-leg two parlay. And the other one is a teaser, more of a traditional Wong teaser. So Dallas at uh, the seven and Buffalo at plus three. We're going to take that teased up and actually um, go shop around because there's going to be books that will give you a better line. Uh, a smaller juice, that is, if Dallas is minus seven and a half, because as a, with the teaser, you don't really need that uh, seven. And then Baltimore, or excuse me, Buffalo plus two and a half rather than three, again, reducing the juice. Um, but shop around. You never you never know what you get up with that. And, and if you can't, just, you know, do a parlay with uh, uh, Buffalo to get plus seven and a half and Dallas just the one in the money line, and then you'll come up approximately the same. Anyway, so what that teaser will do is it'll give you six points. So you're going to add six points to Buffalo, who's already getting points, and you're going to take six points away from the handicap on Dallas. So that's it for that. And real quickly here, the leans. Carolina minus three at home. I really don't think Philadelphia can win this game, and I don't think they can keep it within a field goal. But Carolina got ripped up last week, so Passing on that one. Next leans was the Minnesota game. Minnesota by 10 and over 49 and a half. And that just didn't feel right. And when I say feel, the numbers don't indicate it. Um, Minnesota by 10. Well, again, it's a lean. And they very well might cover that. But Detroit, that's they're too much. They're too unpredictable. They could make it a close game. Or they could bail out. You just don't know what to expect with Detroit. And that makes it a no play in my book when there's uh, unexpected results out of one team more than the normal crapshoot that is sports betting. And then the same goes with the over 49 and a half. I mean, I have Minnesota scoring between 30 to 38 points. And... Denver, or excuse me, Detroit between 13 and 23 points. So, yeah, I mean, again, if you look at the total, the outside of that says 61, but the underside of that says 43. 
And again, if you were to use the same numbers in the spread, you could be as high as 38 to 13, but as low as 30 to 23. So it's not a play, but those are the leans. And then New England and Houston. I had New England minus eight, but really on the road, as bad as Houston is, on the road, giving up more than a touchdown. No, thank you. And the final lean was San Francisco visiting Arizona, taking Arizona minus five. Trey Lance has a start. Garoppolo's out. That cannot help the team, although Garoppolo is no superstar. He is the experienced starter. And Trey Lance, again, that becomes unpredictable. What's he going to give you? And my opinion is not much. Not much. That was the Arizona game's the last one that didn't make the cut. Uh, at home, powerful offense against a rookie quarterback and a team that's, again, the reason why it didn't, because you don't know what you're getting out of San Francisco. Questionable what you get out of San Francisco. So that is it. And there should be some baseball games tomorrow, so it should be a quick broadcast tomorrow. But again, just look uh, for that in the morning. And good luck with these.